Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. Hello, gorgeous soul, and welcome back to another joyful conversation here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Today is all about empowering you in your journey so that you can attract the abundance that you are feeling led into. You know, I strongly believe that whenever you have a desire, Many times that desire is a download from the universe, meaning it's destined for you. And so if you're feeling led into greater abundance, that means that this is a part of your experience in this life. It's something that you are going to get to experience. You're going to get to attract it into your life. And my hope is that in our conversation today that you're going to be able to identify perhaps a few sticking points and maybe some things that are holding you back so that you can break through to that abundance. Because my friend, it really and truly already is yours. And as I'm always preaching here, it begins with you. It's all about you. Really and truly, we manifest what we are. And so in today's discussion, I'm anchoring in on six-figure energy versus seven-figure energy. What are the commonalities amongst these two groups of income earners? And how can you begin to step into that next level? Now, we have to take a moment here because I think in a conversation like this, we are isolating the idea that we need to get to seven figures because six figures is at the bottom of the conversation, right? And seven figures is at the top. And so, of course, naturally, many entrepreneurs are like, yes, seven figures feels great. But according to research in America specifically, less than 11% of female entrepreneurs make six figures. That means 90% of female entrepreneurs don't hit six figures. So we have to make space for this and just acknowledge that if you are at six figures, you're doing a pretty dang good job. You are attracting abundance into your life. And size is subjective. It really is about what is abundant to you. It's all about what feels abundant in your mind and in your heart. Because both six figures and seven figures can provide a pretty abundant, comfortable life. So it's not to say one is better than the other. It's really and truly about recognizing how 
you can reach the next level. And if you're not at six figures yet and you're listening in today, no worries. Some of the things that I'm going to share today are going to help you break through to six figures and then to seven figures. And by listening in today, you're really going to start to even rise above that six-figure level and start to think as a seven-figure entrepreneur. As I'm always sharing, it's about the pattern within your mind and reframing and healing the past so that you can become really who you desire to be. Because remember, we manifest who we are. That's why this inner relationship with ourself is so vital in the manifestation process. I'll never forget, you know, my story. If you haven't listened to that episode where I'm sharing that chapter in my life of when I was a 19-year-old, single mom, broken in college, definitely check it out. I had a lot of things stacked against me. And whenever I made my first six figures, I really felt like I was on top of the world. You know, no one in my circle really thought that an artistic passion could become a thriving business, but I was doing it and I was doing it all by myself. And I was living a life that was comfortable. I can tell you also that living a life with six figures versus seven figures, it doesn't really actually feel that different. You know, regardless, I've always had what I needed. I've always had food, gas, AC running. Like I've never really been in a position of not feeling comfortable. Sure, at six figures or even before I hit six figures, there were moments where I was nervous, maybe a little anxious. I might have been worried about certain bills or feeling like I wish I could do something that perhaps I couldn't afford at the time. However, I can tell you that it didn't really shift my inner quality of life because I've always been me and you will always be you. And so I find this commonality amongst all entrepreneurs who are wanting to strive to a higher income level is this belief that in making more money, I will be more whole. And to be honest, it couldn't be further from the truth. Really and truly, no matter how much money you make in your life, you will always be you. So the feelings that you feel day to day, that is a pattern. And no outer circumstance can change that permanently. Sure, you can have a day where you're excited, you achieve something and you feel good about it, but that next day that pattern kicks in. And so this is why there are millionaires who are miserable because they're in a constant state of desiring and this energy of desiring is always going. It's never ending. It's always desiring. So let's dig into six figures. Let's talk about that for a minute. For a lot of people, reaching six figures is the dream. And so I just want to celebrate you. If you're there or if you're striving for that, I am so proud of you. And really and truly realizing that you are the abundance. You know, I think reaching six figures is a lot like realizing that you have the power, realizing that this is your life and you're going to claim it, that you're going to do the work that's required to bring in the income that you desire. You know, six figures is not just dwindling your thumbs. It really is doing the work. And so for many of you that are at six figures, you are getting up, you're planning, you are working out your business in a way that you are going to manifest this six figures. 
But oftentimes this comes with a lot of hustle, with a lot of push and a lot of even comparison and judgment. And I'd like to call it perfectionism even. And this is where there is a a difference in perspective. And so a lot of times there's this need to prove that you're enough, that your business is enough, that the value is enough. And so there is oftentimes a focus on how I look versus the impact. And it's not always easily identifiable. I know whenever I was at six figures, I was focusing on how I was so awesome. I was going to provide the solution and you know how I was going to make the difference. So my ego was showing me that it was about the impact. But deep down, it was really the impact was in order to prove the validity that I was enough, to be the vision that I wanted to be. So it was really more about how awesome I was. I didn't see it. I wasn't aware of it for a while. And it took me some time to actually realize that this is what was happening. And so with a lot of six-figure earners, there's this constant comparison. There's a constant need to make it perfect, you know, but really shifting into seven figures, it becomes more about the impact and more about the service. And as I'm going through this, I just want to let you know that there are seven-figure earners who are still stuck (laughs) on how they look. This is, again, a relationship with yourself. So some of these things may never go, but these are commonalities, broad commonalities, all right? Another thing that you'll see oftentimes at Six Figure Energy is a sense of playing small and really waiting for permission. And what I mean by this is there's this idea that only I can do this because no one will do it like me. When you're going from six figure to seven figures, it really is going to require more players in your team. You are beginning to have a bigger vision. You are beginning to want to make a bigger impact. And in this, there is this feeling like, how am I going to keep this hamster wheel going, but be able to manage more? And so it can become really overwhelming and frustrating and even confusing because your attention is pulling you in so many different directions with what you are building. And in that, you're managing all the different roles of your business and the different hats. And so it can be really challenging to let go, to give yourself permission for help. And a lot of times that permission, the sticking point is, no one is going to do this like me. And I have the vision, no one else gets it. So I have to do it. But here's the thing, my friend, is that if you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. They're yours and they belong solely to you, not anyone else. You picked them up somewhere along the way, likely could have been your childhood, could have been what a teacher told you or a friend told you or an experience that you just decided this truth or this belief was attached to you and your identity. But really, who we are is all based on what we choose to attach to our identity. And so if you believe that no one is going to do it like you, then that's a limitation because we have to realize that we're all soul, spirit, being. We are all a manifestation of God, and we are all 
unlimited. The potential within us is beyond what we could comprehend. And that's the beauty of life is that we can continue to uncover this potential that is within us. And this is where we wake up to our lives and become unlimited. And so in this perception of ourself, we have to realize that if we are unlimited, so are other people. They have talents and gifts and they can evolve and they can grow just like we can. And so when we say no one else can do it like me, we're also saying that we have limits and that we are not able to push through a certain ceiling. And so when we're saying this, yes, we're giving credit to ourselves, but we're also causing this limitation in other areas of our life and it shows up in different ways for different people. And so if you're saying this, I just want to let you know that I have been there, especially with the background of being a destination wedding and fashion photographer. I was obsessed with which images were picked, how they were curated, the copy. You know, I just felt like no one could do it like me. And if I'm not careful, this little limitation, this voice of the past can come up. And I have trained myself to be aware. It's in my awareness that I have my power to live a life as I truly desire, and so do you. And so realizing that you are not the only one that can do this. And in fact, six-figure entrepreneurs, as I shared, run many roles oftentimes. But the seven-figure earner is generally going to be doing the five to 10% that they can only do. So when you look at your business, what is it that only you can do? And that is really the direction that you want to move. Where do you create the biggest impact? What tasks are management? What tasks are you doing that's taking up all your time, that's slowing you down, that is something that someone else and their zone of genius, what is it that they can do? Maybe it's web design. Maybe it's copywriting. Maybe it's your social media strategy. Whatever it is, you are managing it all. And the more that you hand over, the more momentum that you can gain. In this same thought, another comment that will come up again and again for six-figure earners and also those reaching for six figures is, I'm stuck. I'm not sure what's working. I am trying everything. And for some reason, it's not clicking. And when that is the thought pattern and the focus, it's really all that they can see. And so if you're in this place, what's happening is you may feel stuck and overwhelmed and frustrated. And as long as you are feeling this way, that means that you are having thoughts of being stuck. And those thoughts are then attracting more thoughts of being stuck. And as long as your thoughts and emotions are aligned with being stuck, you're going to manifest more of that. And so this is the law of attraction. It is one of the laws that is most active in manifestation. It doesn't go to sleep. It doesn't rest. This law is always active in our bodies biologically, chemically. It's active in every sense of reality in the universe. And so when you are conscious that you are thinking these thoughts of being stuck, it really is in the desire to protect yourself and to control the reality around you. But in your surrender, in your acceptance and trust, you will not feel stuck. 
You will feel as though it's happening. I just don't see it yet. I know it's coming, but it's just not here. That's okay. And the more that you practice this, the more that you won't even have to talk yourself through it. But your awareness and bringing in tools such as affirmations and meditation, going on walks and journaling, and many other tools that are out there will help you rewire your mind. But you have to believe it. You have to truly realize the idea of being stuck is really and truly simply your amygdala turning on the fear response that you are in danger. (laughs) And so realize that you are not stuck because as a seven-figure earner, you know, you are going to have to handle a lot of issues that come up. This is true in all areas of life. To whom much is given, much is expected. I'll never forget whenever I hit seven figures, I just was so like shocked at how much responsibility I had. And I remember going up to Devin being like, well, I guess this is what they mean when they say to whom much is given, much is expected because, you know, I was managing a rental property. It was a $2.8 million apartment complex that we were renting out as an Airbnb. I had my online digital course that I was operating through doing group coaching calls twice a week. I had my photography clients. I was homeschooling. I mean, there was just so many things that I was doing. And it really was a lot of responsibility. Even though I had a team, I still was in a place of management. I still had to control my attention and to continue to have positive thoughts because did problems come up? You betcha. But I was the one who was able to control my fear and surrender it over so that I could know the truth, that I'm unlimited, that I can do all things, that anything that comes up, I can handle it. Because if you can't handle the problems that are at six figures, you'll never make it to the seven figures. You have to have this boldness, this confidence that no matter what comes up, as Marie Forleo says, it's figureoutable. The solution does exist. And as a seven-figure earner, you have to become that solution. You are the solution. Now, as a seven-figure earner, you will benefit by having more players, right? I mentioned that. Let's dig into this a little bit. Being a good leader is a skill that can be developed. It's not something that you have to have right now. It's the awareness that you are capable of building a skill of a good leader. Because to be a good leader, really, especially in a business, is being a servant leader. And really, we could do a whole episode on this because being a leader isn't necessarily about pointing at people and say, you do this and you do that. You failed, you're fired, next person. You know, It's more about being a servant leader. It's about being willing to get on their level to be patient, to not condemn them when they make a mistake, but really a mistake is an opportunity for a lesson. They have to fail. And in fact, you want your team members to make mistakes and to come up against roadblocks because that's where they are then developing their skills and developing their awareness of how to handle more problems. It's like you can get a degree to be a wedding photographer, which was you know my past career, but No one's going to tell you how to handle it when you are 
running 30 minutes behind and the whole family is still waiting for their family portraits. You're going to have to use real experience along the way to gain some of these lessons. And that's true for your team members. You are there to be their teacher, their guide, their supporter, and to believe in them. And oftentimes in this belief that no one can do it like me, we restrict our team members on their creativity. And so what you really want is you want team members that are passionate about the mission, that are driven, that are enthusiastic, that have a lot of ideas. And they're, you know, it's not just you with the ideas. They're actually coming to you and saying, oh my gosh, I thought of this. I was so excited. I thought this would be awesome. That is when you have momentum because ideas are like gold and we are all connected to source, which is the source of ideas. (laughs) It's the river of thought that we get to be a part of And in a state of gratitude, as I shared in a previous episode, if you haven't listened to that one, definitely check it out. But in a state of receivership, we are going to receive more ideas. And the more that there's a harmony amongst you and your team members, the more that you guys are going to build on ideas together, the more that you guys are going to gain momentum and have more clarity on the impact that you're making. But if you go in, you know, saying it has to be this way and really putting everything in a box, you are going to limit their ability to be creative, to connect to the genius that's within them. There has to be a trust with that. And so knowing that your team members are malleable, that they are going to grow and going to evolve. Now, I definitely highly recommend having A-plus team members that already have a zone of genius and an expertise. And within that expertise and zone of genius, they're actually probably going to be better than you. They just need to download your preference, your perspective, your vision. And the more that they do, the more that they're going to add their creative energy to it. Now with a team, another thing that I see oftentimes with six-figure earners versus seven-figure earners. And again, this is broad. So if you have some of these things and you're like, hey, I'm six figures, but I got the seven-figure energy going, great, celebrate that, okay? But one thing that I see oftentimes is a limitation in processes and systems. There's even a resistance to it, you know? And in this, I would say there's even a resistance to hiring because there's this idea that like, I'm giving this money away and right now, you know, right now at this time, I'm looking at my bank account and this doesn't really like make sense financially. Seven-figure earners do things even when they don't make sense because there's that risk-taking. You know, while everyone else is like waiting for the permission or waiting for the bank account to look a certain way or waiting for things to line up just right, the seven-figure earner is just going to go for it. They're just going to do it. So they're already doing the thing and 100 miles ahead while the six-figure earner is like waiting for things to line up just right. Remember, your energy, who you are, the actions that you're taking today is going to reflect the future that you manifest. And so if you're operating in a place of, well, this makes sense for now because this is like the safe choice, then that is only manifesting more of where you are. And so if you want things to change, your actions have to change. And within this, creating processes and systems. How do you handle a complaint for a client? How do you create what you're creating? How can you teach what you're doing? 
And so oftentimes this will require you to slow down and create PDFs or videos that walk your team through a certain process or system. And this can feel like it's not productive. Sometimes you got to slow down to actually gain clarity and to create something that is going to be explosive. It has to be repeatable. You have to be a good leader. A book I recommend is 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. It's a powerful book that is going to give you some guidance on leading. And so that way you feel really empowered to be the leader that you already have the capability of being. There's no question about it. You have the skills within you and they just need to be refined and developed and cultivated. And that takes time and patience, like all things. So just like you are perhaps wearing all the hats right now, as you start to hand over those hats, as you start to let go a little bit, you are going to gain so much more capacity in the 5 to 10% that is only what you can do. So for example, if we look simply at content creation, right now I am recording podcast episodes. We're getting ready to launch YouTube, which is going to be posted twice a week. Can't wait for you guys to have access to that. So fun. I am so excited. And also Instagram, right? So this is just content creation in general. If I was to then sit and edit all of my podcast episodes and creating all the show notes and posting the episodes, if I was editing all my YouTube videos, creating the intros and outros, if I were to be managing all of Instagram, you know, my time, what I would be able to do after all of that would be very limited. But by handing over that work to people who love what they do and actually will thrive with new ideas and excitement in the editing process, I am then allowed to create more opportunities for impact to help others. I can simply take all of my energy and focus on how can I elevate the consciousness? How can I help people live fuller lives? I don't have to be sitting at a computer editing. You see, the 5 to 10% for me is helping you, focusing on you. But the more that I am doing, the less that I can focus on you. And it's the same for your business. The more that you do, the less that you will make. The more simple that you make it for yourself, the more that you will make. If you imagine your thoughts throughout a day, science shows that you can have about 60,000 thoughts a day. So there is a limited number of thoughts per day. There's a lot of them, but your attention must be directed because as you are filling up your day with thoughts, where your thoughts go is where your energy is going. And so if you want to hit seven figures, you have to have a lot of energy for the impact that you are wanting to make in the world. Seven figures is attainable, but you are the gold in your business. You are the voice. You are the face. Oftentimes you are the impact. And so with your team, that impact becomes tenfold because you're able to have more energy and more attention to where your zone of genius is. And in this six figure versus seven figure, there is of course the relationship with money. So if you missed the episode on the money blocks, go back and listen to that. It's powerful, and I know that it will help you become 
a more unlimited source, an attractor for money. Because feeling good about money is required to reach that seven figures. And so one way to think about this is, how do you feel about money? How do you feel whenever you are spending money? These feelings within represent your thoughts and the belief patterns. And so healing the past traumas, healing the stories that you've heard about money and the beliefs that you've been holding about money, this is what will empower you to be the abundance. And it really begins with gratitude. Your gratitude, you know, when you're spending money and it doesn't feel good, there's not a focus on how blessed you are. It's actually the opposite. You're sending an energy that you are not thankful. Even though that may not be your conscious intention, it is within you. And your intention is everything. And so when you are receiving something, you are spending money to receive, that is a manifestation. And so really feeling grateful for all that you have, knowing that there's so much more where that came from. When you spend money, just tell yourself there's so much more where that came from. And know that it is your gratitude for what you have now. And not only that, but the gratitude for knowing that you hold the power, that you are the beacon that attracts the money. It's in your hands. You quite literally are the one determining, are you going to be at six figures or at seven figures? And as I said before, both are abundant. Both are beautiful opportunities for living a full life. But if you're feeling drawn into the next level, it's going to happen with you and you alone. And so really getting clear on what is it that I desire most in my life, creating an understanding of why is it important to me to reach the six figures or the seven figures? What is this going to change around me? Am I ready to handle this? Like for some people, it may not be a desire to manage a team. Some people may want to keep things a little bit more simple. But remember, even though you may step into a higher level of management and responsibility, it is no different than managing life's unseen circumstances. Because as life is experienced by you, you are the one that is managing how you feel. And so when you are taking on more responsibility, you're actually saying that I'm going to be unstoppable, unshakable, that I can do all things, that my ability to be calm, to be at peace, to know that there's always a solution, it begins and it ends with me. And so this is the type of relationship that you want to cultivate with yourself, taking responsibility for how you're feeling and knowing that you are the one that's going to find the solution. You can't hand it over to someone else and say, hey, figure this out. It begins and ends with you. And so today is a day that you get to look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I looking at abundance? Am I operating from this place of abundance and possibility? Or am I arguing for my limitations? Because this is the day that you get to change the story and the pattern gets to be rewired. 
And it's a conscious choice that is made again and again and again. And eventually it does become hardwired and autopilot. But even as the years go by, and even as you reach that seven figures, you will still be faced with thoughts. And it's always the question, do I attach this thought to my identity or do I know that this is an illusion and I have the power to change the story because it's up to you? All right, my friend, get out there, be the abundance that you are and attract all that you desire. I love you and I adore you. And I can't wait to hear your success story. Always feel free to DM me, reach out, and to share your story with the world because it's in your vulnerability that you empower others. And hey, one last tip here. You don't have to do it like everyone else. I would say the number one key here is your authenticity. You stepping into who you truly are, not to please others, not to be good enough, but to stand in the wholeness that is you. That, my friend, is an energy that is absolute magnetic abundance. And it's already within you. It's really about you letting go of the stories that you've held on to. All right? All right, my love, this is it for today. I will see you next time here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Get out there, manifest your wildest dreams, because remember, it begins and it ends with you. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.